Hey y'all, I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn, aka Coach Quay, the productivity coach and your motivational queen. And this is the Productive Mompreneur Show. This podcast is for mompreneurs who want tips to be more productive in their family life and their business. Because God so freely gave these tools to me, I will give you everything you need. Do you need motivation? Motivation. And where should you go? Coach Quay. Maybe you might need some stimulation. Stimulation. Who got that? Coach Quay. Coupled with some determination. Determination. You already know. Coach Quay. And given that supernatural inspiration. Inspiration. Oh, yeah. Coach Quay. Hey, and welcome back to the Productive Mompreneur Show. I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn. Let's dive right in. Now, last week, we talked about creating our own lanes, getting out of our comfort zones, you know, and walking in our purpose. And a lot of people don't even know what their purpose is. So the first thing I want to do is invite you to join my Unlocking Your Purpose workshop. That's on Tuesday, January 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. My friend Christy Lavelle, she's an attorney, an author, and an advocate, and I will be sharing our tips on discovering, unlocking, and implementing your purpose. Many people are on a halt, you know, in their life's journey because they're struggling with that topic, that very area. Like, what is my purpose? So we're here to help. Now, as I mentioned, we um, are going to talk this week about tapping into your subconscious. And this is where your potential, your dreams, your beliefs, your feelings, they all reside there. It's where your purpose is basically resting on constant snooze, (laughs) or should I say it's locked away. But when you tap into your subconscious, you are able to truly unlock your purpose and your full potential. But what does that even mean to like tap into your subconscious? It sounds like super deep, right? (laughs) Let me tell you what it doesn't mean, at least not to me. It's not one of those like new age religious ritualistic things. Like I don't do any of that. I've already told y'all that God is my source. He is the one that I tap into. So if you are like me and you're a believer in God, then you know that when you tap into your subconscious, you're tapping into the things of God. If you're not a believer, then whatever your source is, tap in. (laughs) So what I want to say is the subconscious is the part of the mind of which one is not truly aware of, but that's the part that influences our actions and our feelings. Some of the words that you might hear when people talk about like their subconscious um, are things like repressed or suppressed or subliminal or dormant or hidden, you know, and that's when they are talking about the things in your subconscious, your feelings, your emotions, your dreams, the things that I mentioned. Imagine your dreams being suppressed. Imagine your dreams being suppressed to the point that it is preventing the development or actions needed or expressions that you need to bring this dream, this idea, this feeling or this impulse to life. Imagine something just suppressing it, just suffocating it, stopping your very dreams from coming alive. We don't want that, right? And so when you learn how to tap into your subconscious, then you are waking those things up. I really, really (laughs) 
want to help you to wake up the things on the inside of you that God's placed there. I believe there are so many gifts and talents on the inside of us that we're just sleeping on. We've allowed life to stop us from really tapping in. And so when I thought about all the good ideas and feelings and of possible success and dreams of a better life, those things are in your subconscious. But, you know, our conscious mind and the things that society has like branded in our brains and our minds makes us suppress anything that goes against social norms. You know, the things I'm talking about, the things that are regarded as an acceptable conduct, like acceptable to who? I remember, you know, if you remember last week, I talked about my red hair, you know, and it's like, why are my red locks not acceptable in this facility? Why are there people who are getting kicked out of schools because they have locks in their hair? Why is it not acceptable to be free and wear your hair however you please? And I'm just talking about hair because that's something, you know, that's near and dear to me, you know. And people use your hair as your expression, but don't tell me that I cannot be expressive. Don't tell me that I can't be myself. And that's what society does. It tells us what we can and cannot do. It tells us what's acceptable conduct. It tells us what's basic knowledge. And there's like an informal understanding that governs the behavior of members of a society. Well, guess what? I don't want to be a part of any society that tells me to suppress my feelings, my ideas, my impulses, that tells me not to be who I am. And you shouldn't want to be a part of anything like that either. Now, if you're out here like killing people, maybe you need to suppress that. (laughs) If you want to be a person who is just out here living your best life, doing the things that make you happy, doing the things that make you proud of your own self, then you should be able to do that. And so I realized that there it was time for me to really tap into my subconscious. You know, I had read so many books about it, but didn't really understand it. Um, but when you tap into your subconscious, you're making an intentional decision to dig deeper within yourself, within your heart and your thoughts. You're not worrying about those norms that I mentioned, but you're allowing yourself to see yourself the way God sees you, to see the person that God created. When God created us, he did not say, I'm going to create this person to be, you know, average. When he created us, he said, oh, this woman is good. This man is good. I, mm, oh, I've outdone myself again. And so let's step back. So you're probably wondering, okay, are you going to get to the way how I can actually tap into my subconscious? There are some ways that I've researched over the years on how to tap into your subconscious. My first and foremost thing is prayer and silence. I believe that when you are praying to God and then you take a moment of silence, you can actually tap into your subconscious. You are tapping into your spirit, man, allowing God to reveal some things that are on the inside of you that, you know, you haven't been able to really take advantage of for quite some time because, you know, you've been living a life where you're doing what's acceptable. So when you tap in and you are praying, God is unlocking some of the things on the inside that he's giving you before you were ever formed. 
the things that he knew would make you unique. I love when I read in Second Peter, I think it is, um, when it says we're a peculiar people. We were not created to be robots and look just like everyone else. He created us peculiar, to be different, to stand out, to be the amazing person that we were created to be. And I'm so happy about that. Another way is to just relax. You know, a lot of us are running around with our panties and a bunch, chasing after our kids, running after some man or woman, you know, doing this job, doing that job, doing odd jobs, doing side jobs. You know, we're doing so much that we never have a time to sit back and relax and reflect on life. And I think that's so important that you have a moment to relax. So you got to find that space that allows you to relax, allows you to calm your mind, allows you to take deep breaths, which leads us to meditate. Now, when you meditate, you are sitting there, you're silencing yourself, you're taking deep breaths, you're digging deep, you're tapping into that inner self. And that's when you really are able to see some different possibilities for your life. I'm talking about seeing visualization is an amazing way to tap into your subconscious. When you visualize the life that you want, when you visualize it, when you believe in yourself and you begin to speak that thing over yourself every day and you think on it and say, I can do this. And you think positively and you speak positive affirmations. All of these things work together. So when you visualize and you believe and you speak positive and you think positive, you are setting the tone for something amazing to manifest in your life. When you listen to that still small voice on the inside of you, you know, the one that tells you, talk to this random person in the store or the one that tells you go left, not right. The one that gives you these crazy ideas that you're like, I'm not even qualified to do this, but yet I want to do it so bad. That's your subconscious time trying to tell you, wake up. We got some cool stuff to do and you're sleeping on me. And so I want to encourage you to start speaking positively visualize the life that you deserve, believe in yourself that you can do those things and really begin to chase after them. And sometimes you have to just take the limits off, take some risk. Don't be afraid to take risk. We talked last week a little bit about fear and how fear keeps us in our comfort zone, but risk stretches us. Risk takes us out of our comfort zone. Risk is like putting a blindfold on and walking off the boat and trusting that God is going to see you all the way to the shore. Okay. Um, you got to let go of anything, anything that doesn't bring you joy or have an actual purpose in your life. I learned a little bit about minimalism. Maybe I'll bring someone on and talk about it. I'm not a minimalist, but I learned some things and I love it. I love the concept of it. I just haven't dug all the way in, but we'll talk about that at a later time. (laughs) And then do something that inspires you. When I'm painting, it inspires me. It allows my mind to open up and so many different ways, you know, and when people see my paintings, they like you did so great. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I was like in the zone. So if you guys haven't seen the movie soul on Disney plus, you definitely need to check that out. <laughs> I love that movie. It talks about being in the zone. That's all I'm going to give you. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> and then one of the best things that you can do to tap into your subconscious is get sleep. 
You need to sleep well and keep a dream diary on the side of your bed. So when you wake up, you can write your dreams down. I believe that God speaks to us in our dreams very often. And a lot of times if you don't have a method of writing your dreams down, when you wake up, you're going to lose them. So make sure you're sleeping well and recording those dreams. So these are all a bunch of ways that you can tap into your subconscious. I do encourage you to try them all. See which one works the best for you. See which way is speaking to you the best, which one works best with your lifestyle. But when you tap into your subconscious, it's going to actually help you to address fear and push past fear. It's like the kid in you, you know, like, remember when you were a kid and you would do like all those dumb things that an adult would, one, never do, (laughs) and they definitely wouldn't approve of us doing it, you know? So when I was a kid, I was like very inquisitive and I wanted to know things, you know? I remember living in this house. It was a big old house. It was gray and red. That's how I knew I was destined to be a Buckeye. (laughs) But I remember living in this house and I wonder, I wonder how long... It takes a piece of paper to catch on fire from one end to the other. That's what my little eight-year-old brain was thinking. And so this little eight-year-old went and found a lighter. And this little eight-year-old went in the furthest back room in her house and set the paper on fire. Well, little did this little eight-year-old know, I think I was eight, that paper lights on fire very, very fast. And if you're holding it, so will your finger. (laughs) And so I lit one corner and before I know it, I think I didn't even get to two. The paper was engulfed in flames and it was about to get my finger. I felt the heat and I dropped it. I dropped it right on that vinyl mattress in that room. And then the mattress went whoosh. And there we go. There's flames everywhere. And so I'm like, I don't know what to do. And so my little brain said, I'm going to go and get my little pea shooter. I called it a pea shooter. You know, the little guns that we had as kids where you pull the top out and you put some water in it and you squirt and it's like, (laughs) so I want to fill that up. So the bathroom was about eight steps away. I ran to the bathroom. I filled it up. I came back. I shot it. I got like five shots out. I ran back, filled it up again. So I did this about 15 times. The flames are going. They are roaring in there. This mattress is on fire, baby. And I didn't know what else to do. So I took all of our clothes that were back there and I just dumped them on top of the mattress and I smothered the fire. My mom comes upstairs and she snapped. (laughs) What is that smell? Is everybody okay? Where is it coming from? And you know, like, I'm standing there looking super stupid, like, oh my gosh, my mom is going to kill me. First, she made sure that the house wasn't burning down. Second, she scolded me for burning up the clothes and the mattress and everything. And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got a whooping. I can count all the whoopings I got on one hand. (laughs) But the point is, I had no fear. I pushed past the fear and I just kept pushing until I found a solution. Now, I know the paper burns really fast. I know that I did not want to get my finger burned. I knew that I was inquisitive enough to do it, whether someone thought it was okay or not. And then when I realized, oh, this is not a good idea, I did what it took to, you know, try and put the fire out. And it might not have been the best idea, but I did something. I never stopped. I never gave up on myself. I just 
kept doing it. And, you know, thank God my mom came up there when she did. Who knows what I would have gotten into after that. (laughs) The point is, I was able to just push past fear, whether someone approved of it or not. And so tapping in allows us to see that we all have this ability, you know, through our thoughts and our ideas to harness the abundance that God has for us. God has so many things stored up for us and we kind of just sleep on it and we do what we think is the right thing to do, the normal thing, the comfortable thing. And I don't want us to get stuck right there. You know, my experience working as a licensed nursing home administrator, I had the opportunity to speak with so many seniors who they were stuck. And then here they are in their later years in life, wishing they had made better choices in their youth, that they had took more risk that they had done the things that made them happy and joyful and excited and scared, all of those things, instead of sticking to the comfort zone. And so I just, I think about that and I'm like, no, God, I want to walk in abundance, you know, and it's hard, you know, as an adult, but we have to bravely head into the unknown where fear lurks, it's ugly head. And we have to know that one, God has our back. Okay, God has your back, no matter what. A lot of people turn their backs from God, but God still got their back, okay? And number two, you got to know that God already knows the outcome. And that since Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for good and not for evil, plans for a future, a hope, success, whatever version of the Bible you're reading, I love all those words. The point is, He knows the plans for my life and he plans for good for me. He plans for a good future, some hope, some success. And therefore, I just need to know that God has got my back and I can keep pushing. And so I mentioned all the positive thinking and affirmations, but I want you to know that the power of our words, our thoughts and our beliefs, they're real, y'all. When the scripture says that life and death is in the power of the tongue, I want to take it a little bit further and let you know not only is life and death in the power of the tongue, but wealth and poverty is in the power of the tongue. Joy or sadness is in the power of the tongue. Those things matter what you begin to speak, what you think, what you believe, what you focus on. We focus on so many things and that's what we're feeding. So are you going to feed your fears or are you going to feed your dreams? Are you going to feed your impulses. You know, sometimes I have an impulse to do something crazy. And by crazy, I mean, oh, I'm going to make a huge investment. Oh, I'm going to go back to school. Oh, I'm going to have another baby. You know, these were some of the impulses I had. And I have nothing but good things to say about every single thing that I've done impulsive when I trusted myself. I believed in myself and I trusted God. So I want to encourage you to get out of autopilot and begin to do some intentional living. Begin to intentionally tap into your subconscious and reveal those things on the inside of you that will take you to higher heights, that'll allow you to expand your territory, that will allow you to be the amazing person that you were created to be. Because when you get connected to the source, in my case, that's God, through whichever method works best for you, whether it be prayer or meditation, visualization, positive thinking, positive affirmations, whatever you need to do, I want you to try them all, like I said, and figure out which one works. But then and only then will you have access to unlock your purpose and your potential 
that's on the inside of you, that's locked down in your subconscious. You know, those are the things that are sleeping, but I want you to wake it up. I remember when we were packing to move from Ohio to Florida. Oh my gosh, we had a huge house in Ohio. So we had a lot of stuff and we got the upstairs stuff packed up. And I was like, oh yeah, I need to go into the basement. You know, the sub layer of my house. There were so many dreams that I was reminded of from my childhood locked away in the basement. There were hidden emotions that I had to deal with. You know, I found letters that I had written to my dad when I was mad. I found diaries when I was mad at the world. (laughs) You know, I found diaries from when I was a teenager, probably going through puberty and I wanted to like stab everybody. But I had to deal with those things. I had to deal with all of that stuff that hadn't been touched in so long because it was buried in a sub layer of our house, the place that most people don't go that often, you know, and our subconscious is just like a basement. And sometimes we need to sit down and sort some stuff out and get a clearer view of what it is that we really want in life. I was able to throw a whole bunch of that stuff away, you know, those diaries that just were ridiculous, you know, my teenage adolescent mind just upset at the world. I didn't need to carry that on into the next chapter of my life. And so I threw it away. It was funny to read some of those crazy things that I wrote, but I didn't need them anymore. So I got rid of them. You know, there there were things that were, you know, things that made my heart smile a little bit. And so I took pictures of them and then I threw them away because I didn't need to keep them. You know, one of the things was like a a bar of soap shaped in the shape of Tweety Bird from like 1996. Why do I still have that? I don't know. Well, I don't have it anymore. I threw it away in 2018. You hear that? 22 years I held on to a bar of Tweety Bird shaped soap. Ridiculous. Um, And so I took pictures. I threw some stuff away. I prayed about a lot of things. And if it didn't have any real purpose, I didn't need to bring it with me on my next chapter in my life. And I made a conscious decision that anything I took with me, that I was going to use it in the next six to 12 months, or I was going to repeat the process. And so when we moved down here, We weren't quite sure where we were going to live, so we kind of enjoyed Florida, and we lived in a couple different places, just traveling around, and every time I had to go through some boxes or bins, I went through the process again. Do I need this? Does it bring me joy? Does it have purpose? I think this is back into that minimalism lifestyle. I'm telling you, I need to do more research on it. I might just be a minimalist. (laughs) But anyway, I want us to look at our lives And take this journey of tapping into our subconscious. I spent hours upon hours in the basement before I moved on to the next chapter of my life. But it brought so much clarity to my life. And when you spend time connected to the source, when you spend time connected to God, your eyes will be open. You'll be able to more freely chase after your dreams, whatever your dreams may be. If it's wealth chase after wealth and get it. If it's having children, go get it. If you want a happy marriage, go get it. If you want to get some degrees under your belt, go get it. You want a big house, you want to be famous, whatever it is that you want, it's within your reach. But you just got to move on to that next level. You got to tap into that subconscious and open some things up. Open the world of possibilities. And I talk a lot about opening the world of possibilities in my course, The Productivity Toolkit. We dig deep, y'all. 
we address those things that's been holding us back for so long and then we move into opening the world of possibilities. And so if you're interested in more information on a productivity toolkit, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can click on it and look into it. Um, But whatever your dreams are, whatever it is that you've been chasing after, I want you to know that when you tap into your subconscious, you connect to the source and you open up your world of possibilities, anything is possible. So I want to leave you with these two scriptures because they just give me so much life when it comes to tapping into my subconscious and going after whatever I want. Ephesians chapter three, verse 20 says now to him who is able to do far more abundantly that we may ask or think according to the power at work within us. Your subconscious is within you. The spirit is within you. And when you allow the spirit to work, you get to walk in abundance. Matthew chapter six, verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So whatever it is that you are dreaming of, that you are wishing for, that you are having these amazing ideas about and you think, oh, that's out of reach. I want to tell you that when you silence yourself, when you pray, when you tap into your subconscious and seek the things of God, seek the things that you were created for, I'm telling you all these things will be added into you. So if you're struggling with any of this, I want to encourage you to seek professional assistance too. If you don't know how to do this, you need to reach out to someone who does this for a living, or maybe you got some things that you need to deal with first so that you can get to that place in your heart, in your mind, in your subconscious where you can tap in. I know that for me, I had to work with a therapist and I was able to really work on these tips and I feel like my life is soaring now and I have the fruit to prove it. That's what I want for you. I want you to feel like an eagle soaring, seeing all of the possibilities from a beautiful point of view. And I want you to have good fruit to prove that you are walking in your abundance, that you have tapped into the amazing things that you're able to do and you're allowing yourself to live freely in all that you deserve and were created for. Until next time, have an amazing day, an amazing week, and go do something productive. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Productive Mompreneur Show. If you enjoyed today's episode and found value in it, it would mean a lot to me if you share your biggest takeaway in your Instagram stories and tag at Jaquela Lynn. That'll help me help you through these podcast episodes. And while we're helping people, you can take one minute to rate, review, subscribe, and share with other people who you think might enjoy this. To learn how to work with me directly or get access to my tips, freebies, and trainings, be sure to head over to JaquelaLynn.com. Put slash community if you want to join my Facebook community. I'm Jaquela Lynn. Thanks for adding me to your to-do list. Now go do something productive. You already know. Good way.